So this past week, um, when I was in Saskatoon, I got to hang out with a good friend of mine, and uh, we ended up having this conversation that that ended up discussing vulnerability and what is vulnerability and and what does that mean and and just like how do we interact with with vulnerability and it was interesting because i felt like i'm not vulnerable this is what i felt like very often i think that people perceive a vulnerability because of how open i can be with discussing certain things but then i just started thinking like okay let's say that i would discuss we use a scale of of 100% or 1 to 10 or 0 to 10 or whatever. It's like, okay, well, I'm willing to discuss with a stranger like 90% or 95% of just anything. It doesn't matter to me. That openness, I don't think is vulnerable. For me, someone else might only be willing to discuss 10% with a stranger and going into like 20% of their life or inner workings or their values or beliefs, that's being vulnerable. It's like, oh, I'm really opening up here because I've given you more than my 10%. But for me, <clears throat> again, like it's, it's not, I don't feel that vulnerable by doing what I'm doing. So it just becomes this weird scale of like, oh, in comparison to like the average person that I'm aware of, that I know, that I see, I'm being really vulnerable and open. And it's like, well, I'm not like, this is all in context uh, and stuff of, of me and who I am and what I do and what I value and whatever. And I don't, I want to be open and I want to explore ideas, but it doesn't feel vulnerable to me because it doesn't matter what a lot of people think. <laughs> like, so even doing stuff like this, like the conversations and like, or posts on Instagram that talk about stuff that, is personal, but to me, personal doesn't mean vulnerable. Um, and it's interesting because I decided to look up the definition of vulnerability as well. And capable of being physically or emotionally wounded, open to attack or damage. Um, and, and I just feel like, yeah, I can say stuff. I can have conversations with myself or others. I can say words out loud or I can type them out or whatever and express myself, but that doesn't feel that vulnerable. And it just kind of made me reevaluate like what is vulnerability then? And am I being vulnerable enough? Like, is that something that I value? And I think I value being open and vulnerability is a separate thing. I think it's very separate from openness and that in order for me to grow, I need, I, I think, I need to be vulnerable. But what does that mean for me when I'm willing to be open in communicating about like anything, like about almost anything? Like there's, I think the things, like there, there's so many, there's so, the, the things that I'm not willing to be open about are so little that it's just how, okay, well then being vulnerable is talking about those things. But I'm like, those things are things that, that don't need to be talked about. Or like those things are like, it's not that I'm trying to necessarily have self-preservation, but it's like, hey, well, you don't need to know that. That's like personal stuff that that involves like my partner or involves my my family or whatever. And it, it, and I think the majority of that ten to five percent or whatever it is is mostly taken up by that stuff. That's like 
you don't need to know that. Like, I don't need to tell you that. Like, that's just like something you don't need to know. But there's a ton of things people don't need to know. So going back, if someone was like, someone only needs to know like 10%. And I'm like, yeah, but they could know. Okay, that means that I'm willing to share 80% of what people don't need to know. Because I'm not willing to go the other 10%. Um, and someone's only willing to go 10% in. And I'm willing to go 90 in. So it's like, there's an 80% difference between what I would share of what someone doesn't need to know versus someone else being like, you only need to know 10 and the rest of the stuff you don't need. So why am I going to give you that? Um, so what do I do with that last 10%, right? And again, some of it, I think the majority of that last 10% is taken up by those, those things that I'm like, that's someone else's thing that I'm not going to share. But then it gets tricky too, because like, if that person is in my life, then the things that they might not want to share, I'm like, that's part of my story, though. It's not just your story. So it becomes tricky there. And then beyond that, there's like very, very little, there's very, very few things that, um, that are just mine, that are only mine. Because I would say, okay, there's like things that I would tell anyone that's like the majority of the 100%. And then there's like things that I'm like, okay, I'll only tell these things to a few close people. And then there's like the things that are just mine and only mine. It's very, very little. But it ends up making that much a much bigger deal. It's kind of like, for instance, like my partner doesn't doesn't open up easily to a lot of people um she keeps things pretty close to the chest so for her to give that 20 percent is a big deal to somebody for me it's not but for me like if i were to give someone that last like percent or whatever that i keep just for me and only me like there's probably a reason why i keep that and i don't know i've just been exploring why that is and i think it's normal i think it's average i think it's okay i think it's good i think it's healthy put it that way I think it is healthy that people have things that are just for them. And even within the context of a, of a long-term relationship with someone or a best friend or a family, like the closest person you could be to, the person closest to you that you've allowed to be close to you, I still feel like you can still have something for yourself. And I think that is a very regular thing to have. And that it's not automatically something sinister or nefarious. But it's, it's just interesting because of how much I share and what that perception is versus I'm like, I'm not being vulnerable right now. Like, because there's no consequence. Because what I am saying and what I'm putting myself, I'm putting out there, like, if someone doesn't like it, cool beans. I don't need everyone to like me, so it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like, right? And, and it's just a gamble that I'm willing to take with, like, someone taking that information and what are they going to do with it um, versus other times I want to share more than I do and get really specific, but I can't because I feel threatened, right? By, oh, if someone knows I'm sharing that information, then they're going to retaliate because they're they're embarrassed about their own behavior or whatever else. So anyway, I just think it's an interesting dynamic of like, what is vulnerable? That's going to be different 
for everybody. What's, what, what's, you know, what is vulnerable to them versus me, whatever. So, like, anyway. Um, I don't know how much more I can really squeeze out of that, but I, I enjoyed discussing it because it opened up something for me that was like, yeah, dude, like, I'm not being vulnerable right now. Like, I'm, I don't think being open is the same as being vulnerable. I'm not giving you anything you would hurt me with when I'm doing this. Even doing this doesn't give you anything that I can perceive that I'm aware of that you could use to hurt me. And by, again, like by, by that Merriam-Webster's definition of vulnerability, um, it's like being open to, to being wounded, um, capable of being emotionally wounded, open to attack or damage. And I'm like, this isn't it. So it's not vulnerable, which is just an interesting thing, I think.